Hey, I'm Jason Balin with HardMoneyBankers.com, and welcome to another great expert interview. My guest today is Josh Weidman from Turnkey Philly. Josh is an expert at turnkey investments, and what we talk about on the show today is he's going to break down exactly what a turnkey investment is. But it's really interesting because Josh has a lot of experience with flipping properties, wholesaling, managing constructions, manage, managing tenants, leasing, raising capital, and things like that. And he turned this into a turnkey operation, which is actually a very popular topic. You probably heard the term turnkey. So in a second, Josh is going to explain to you exactly what turnkey investing investing is, but it's great for any active real estate investing investor who likes all the aspects of real estate investing currently, and they want to kind of incorporate them as a strategy um, to invest in real estate. The other side of this is if you want to get a good return on a rental property and you're a passive investor, maybe you have access to capital of your own or somebody else's, or you can get bank money for some of these deals. He goes over a few strategies that he does related to the properties that he has set up in his turnkey model, where you get 20% built-in equity and a very passive investment model. So please help me welcome Josh to the show. What's up, Josh? Welcome to the show. Jason, thanks for having me. I'm loving absolutely, being here. Absolutely, absolutely. So the reason why I want to bring Josh on the show today was because Josh was able to combine many different skill sets that he has in real estate and actually start uh, a turnkey rental business. He's going to tell you a little bit about what exactly uh, turnkey business is in a second and exactly how the operation is set up. But he has the ability to market and find deals, his ability to execute on construction, leasing, managing, finding capital. There's so many different sides of that turnkey business. That's why it's very, uh, very intriguing. So what I want to do is if you could just kind of break down the aspects of exactly what a turnkey uh, investing model is. We're going we're gonna to go through that and all the, all the listeners, all the viewers are, are, are going to clearly understand exactly what the turnkey model is so they can learn about your operation. But first, Josh, why don't you start off by just telling everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got into real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, I've known Jason for quite some time. You know, we've, we've got involved uh, in you know some of our first real estate deals together about um, my goodness, what was it, December two thousand six? Yeah, uh, probably about that. Yeah, something like that. It was a while ago. Long story short, I got involved in the real estate. Something I wanted to do since I was about sixteen. I bought the Carlton Sheets No Money Down system off of TV. Read through it, took the course, threw it in the back of my closet, and then forgot about it. You know, went to college, um, went through a couple things, and got to a point in my life where. I had a choice to make on what I wanted to do moving forward, and, and so I figured, you know what? I always wanted to get involved with real estate, and uh, jumped in with both feet. Um, tried to flip some houses, bought at the wrong time at the wrong numbers, and and uh, ended up, you know, without any capital, with a really good opportunity from uh, an ex-employee of mine selling a house. Uh, got a great deal on that. Ended up making thirty thousand dollars on the wholesale fee, and. Um, that was that was my hook into real estate. Um, spent several years learning how to wholesale and building a business around wholesaling. Um, that led to building a, a property management company, um, and then you know flipping properties along the way, dealing with contractors and, and um, building a rental portfolio, you know, rehabbing and flipping houses, and and ultimately you know I realized that there was kind of this hole in the market. Um, it's not even true. It's not even a hole in the market, but there was a really interesting product in the market where you know you had investors that were looking to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't have the the want to really get in and learn all of the pieces to put it together for these long term holds for the cash flow properties. 
And so the, the idea behind a turnkey investment is to put together all the pieces, you know, finding discounted properties, renovating them enough so that you know, you're going to get the best return on your investment, keep long-term expenses down, but not overly you know, renovate them so that you're not going to make an income. Um, finding good tenants, managing the property, and um, you know, just putting it all together into a, a model where someone can invest in real estate, um, like they invest in a mutual fund. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to ask that as my next question is, you know, tell everybody a little bit about how a turnkey investment works. I've heard, I'm sure you, people have heard the word turnkey. You know, the banner sitting behind you says turnkey Philly. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of turnkey operations throughout the country, and I think there's been, I think it's been a popular business model. On a lot of different things. On one side, if you're the operator like yourself, you have the ability to package these turnkey investments. And the other side, there could be an investor who, uh, you know, may want a, a slightly more passive approach to real estate investing. And maybe we'll talk about that as well in a second. But you know, it, it attracts it attracts them to to buy that product. So you, you kind of said a little bit what a what a turnkey real estate deal is. You know, who who are you, who's your tar- target client of these types of properties? And kind of walk us through the process a little bit about how it works. Well, let me let me say too. There's really two. There's two different types of products that can be turned turnkey. Okay, you've got the finished product that you end up. Uh, there, there are several companies out there that sell a uh, a product that's completely renovated. It's got a tenant already in place, and on day one you're getting cash flow. Um, that is one model for turnkey. So that you know they end up managing it. But they're giving you something that already is going to have a return. Oftentimes, you're going to uh, the investor is going to be putting 20% of the um, of the purchase price down and financing the rest of the property. Um, another model, and the model that that my company has is really run with, is that uh, we take all the pieces, we put them together along the process. It takes a little bit uh, more time to you know to be cash flow positive. But what um, we're able to provide to our clients is immediate equity in the property, which you usually don't get with that fully renovated uh, property. So our process looks like this. I mean, we, we work with people that have anywhere from about 70000 to $120,000 in cash at their disposal uh, for one investment. Our target prop- market are properties that are worth about 85000 up to about $125,000. Now with the market, um, sometimes we're, we're a little bit beyond that on our after repair value. Um, but we're we're looking for our clients to be all into the property, including closing costs, holding costs, and all that kind of stuff, with anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand dollars in equity in the properties. Um, and then we're investing in areas that have good cash flow, so that they're going to realize anywhere from ten to twelve percent on a, um, a a cap rate. And then once they uh, refinance and take their money out of the property, they're seeing anywhere from twenty to thirty percent returns. So is the goal for is this for somebody who has the money to buy this in cash or is there financing involved? Well, there, there's different options. I mean, it depends on on the product that you're buying. Uh, I know with with our product, with our um, our turnkey product, because we um, our, our, the limiting factor for our growth has been the contractors. I mean, to be very frank, that has been like the uh, we're relying on a third party to come in and be able to execute on the construction end consistently. Give a consistent product in a consistent time frame, and so we've been limited to say maybe five or six units on a monthly basis to be able to um, with, with the contractors that we currently have. With that said, our demand is beyond the five or six units, so we've kind of um, geared down and, and targeted on on uh, 
clients that are looking for multiple properties that have the financial liquid assets and they can they can buy in cash fund the construction and then re- refinance after that. After Got that. it. Okay, so I think to sum what sum up what you're saying is you know they're paying you for the construction because most real estate investors hate construction and yeah. it's a hard part to manage that. So what you're saying is well we have more um, demand than we have supply and because we really want to because we really want to make sure we're t- you know these deals are executed correctly it's hard for us to do more than five at a time because it's hard for us to manage the construction on five at a time and we want to make sure they have a good product so because of that maybe you can cherry pick some some of these deals a little bit better and or you cherry pick the deals plus cherry pick your buyers of these deals and it just happens that most of your buyers are paying cash Mm -hmm. because hey it's a cleaner transaction if it's cash they don't need to get a hard money lender to fund the front end and then contingent on a bank on the back end they're looking to park capital into this investment vehicle and they're doing it as cash so not to say you can't run a turnkey business straight finance you know that's financed everything in your case because you have more you know you you, you're trying to keep it boutique whatever the term is five five at a time until you until you grow to a higher level just happens to be that most of your buyers are paying cash that's right and and i actually uh, i have one client right now that um, has committed to purchasing about 20 properties over the next year, and he he's using hard money. It's it's part of his um, investment plan, but he's got enough cash at hand so that if the lender is unable to close in the time frame that we need, he's able to step in, get the, you know, buy the property, and use the hard money as a refinance tool. So I mean, there's there's options there for financing, but just in general, you know, having cash on hand it provides an awful lot more opportunity um, for for our clients, and just in general. To be able to go out and get it, get a nice uh, investment and a discount. Are your clients active investment, af- active investors as well, or do you think they're just passive that they want to make a good rate of return? They don't want to deal with any of the headaches. They already have full time jobs and they just want to own rental properties without dealing with anything. So it's a great question. So I would say the, we've had the most success with people that want to have a hands off investment. Um, I've certainly sold properties and, and done projects with people that are a little bit more hands-on. Um, but the, you know that's our job. Our job is to be the hands-on part of the, uh, the project. And when you have too many, what, what do they say, too many Indian chiefs and, and not enough Indians or you know, something like that. But that, that's what ends up happening is you got too many hands directing the, the, um, the project and it's not always great. So I mean, ideally I'm looking for someone that uh, is either close to Philadelphia or far from Philadelphia but is looking for hands-off. They want, you know, a lot, a lot of my clients are, um, you know, work on Wall Street um, or they're in California where they can't seem to get the kind of returns that they're looking for. And I, actually, I've got quite a few clients that are right in Philadelphia. They're just, they're professionals. They've got businesses and things that they're looking for a certain rate of return on their money. They like real estate. They see what's happening in the city. And they just, they don't have the time or energy or they don't really want to be involved with all of the hands-on, um, you know, the hands-on production that has to go along with getting a deal ready to go. Got it. So in order to, to do this type of business, like tell us a little bit about your operation. I mean, where do you spend the majority of your time focused? Where do you find deals on the front end for this? I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's, I mean, think about an entire real estate transaction from start to finish. There's marketing to find deals. There's managing con- contractors, manage, um, managing the property, leasing the property. Mm-hmm. Helping them setting up financing on the back end, I guess, if they're paying cash. So yeah. the capital component 
makes it a little bit easier, but like walk us through what you spend your day on and a little bit more about the operation where you're finding these deals and things like that. So, okay, so my, um, my allotment of time has changed a lot over the last 12 months. Um, going into 2016, I had a uh, construction manager that had been with me for a couple years um, who was managing a lot of the construction. My focus was a lot more on, um, on attracting new clients. Um, things have changed an awful lot in, in the last 12 months um, for a number of different reasons. So from the front end of the transaction, uh, we get leads from a bunch of different places, our own marketing. Uh, I have a, an acquisitions agent that goes out, evaluates properties, negotiates, and, and closes deals on that end. Um, the vast majority of our properties are coming from wholesalers. And I have uh, something like 150 wholesalers that are on, in our pool of, of people that are sending me deals at, at any given time. And I have an acquisition person that they just deal with the wholesale leads. Uh, anything that seems to fit our model, they're going to go out, we do a, a comprehensive uh, checklist of all of the repairs that need to be made on the property. Um, we've got a couple different ways that we're evaluating the houses, um, that we've got to meet our, our certain profit margins that, you know, obviously throughout the project. Uh, and then from there, we're making offers and negotiating with these wholesalers. It, it's a really good situation. I mean, I've found, at least on the flips that I do, uh, that are my own personal stuff, it's been a really great thing to develop relationships with these wholesalers because a lot of times, you know, they're spending, it's allowed me to really reduce the cost per deal uh, and the cost per lead. Um, because even though I'm paying them, let's say, five or ten or $15,000 on a project as a wholesale fee, I don't have that huge overhead of continually five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month in, in direct mail or, or online marketing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I've got leads coming from both my own marketing and from other wholesalers. We evaluate the properties. Once we, um, once we have something that looks like it's, uh, it fits our model, it's the right neighborhood, um, the, the right amount of renovations and the right financials, we've got buyers that are waiting for those deals. So on my end, I'm interacting with potential clients. We go through and we do a, first a 15-minute uh, needs analysis call where we determine, number one, are they the right fit personality-wise and financially for, for our product? And you know, give them a brief overview so they make sure, we make sure that we have what they're looking for. You know, um, from there, we'll do a one-hour call where it's a very uh, in-depth overview of exactly what our product looks like. You know, the, the neighborhoods that we are working in, the renovations that we do on every property, the financials, so that you know, I've, I've had successful and not successful relationships with clients, and ultimately, what I've found is that. The successful clients all understand the product that we're providing. They all they know what kind of numbers they should expect. They understand um, you know the renovations, the whole process. So that at the end of the day, when we deliver that product to them, they love it. It's it's different when somebody doesn't know what they're getting. You know. So uh, long story short, you know, once we go through that, we have our clients actually put in an order for a property, and within 30 days, we provide them with one property. Uh, or two or three, depending on what they're looking for, and and kind of refine the um, the offering. So you know, let's say, no, go ahead, Jason. Sorry, cut you off. So and these are all um, per, like these aren't getting done ahead of time and then sold after. They're not your inventory that you're doing all the work. You're finance. You're putting up the money, getting them rent ready, and then selling them. Like they're walking. They're 
they're going down this entire journey with you, meaning like, That's right. cool, well, the sales price is going to be 50 grand. Maybe you make a little bit of money on your end. Yeah. On the front end, the construction is going to be 25. Maybe you're going to make a little money on that end. Then I'm going to manage it for you. I'm going to lease it for you. So they're walk, they're going through this. They're the owner of the entire time they That's go right. through the process. Okay. That's exactly right. Hey, um, yeah. So you, I mean, you, we, Let me ask you a question. Do you think if you floated money and got it to the end, you could sell it for a higher amount? Meaning but, like they're all in at 80 right now. Sure. And they they take the risk along the way, but if you took the risk and then you sold it to them for five or five or ten thousand dollars higher, I'm just I, curious. Well, no, it's interesting. I just took on a, um, a, a I don't want to say a partner, but I, I had an investor that they put up money because they they're overseas and they want to sell a finished product. Okay, so essentially, he's putting up all the money for us to buy, renovate, and lease these properties, and once they're leased. He's reselling them at 100 percent of value, and, we, and you know it's it's great on my end because there's there's so he's doing so he's doing that. You're not involved in that back end, but it doesn't matter because you're not involved. Yeah, because we own the property, we end up oh, splitting God. the profit on the back end, and he gets and we're paying him a, a small percentage of his you know, capital. Okay, exactly, exactly. So I mean, it's there's a big upside to it, um, and and yeah, I do think we can we can get more money on in that way. However. I've done this before where, um, in fact, you guys funded a loan for us um, when, where we did this. We renovated and ended up, you know, we, well, by the time we sold the, the property, we made about the same amount of money, but there was, well, we had uh, capital tied up in this thing for, Fair. You know, we probably should. Yeah, and you got risk. You have risk. You got capital tied up. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm just, just curious for those watching, you know, sure. you, you can go both routes if you want to. What yeah. do you think's one thing you're lacking in your business right now that, like, if you could just make, you know, wave a magic wand, you'd be, you know, would appear? Just one, one thing. Is it an employee, a skill set? You know, the, the thing that I think uh, we're lacking the most is competence in, in uh, contracting on a large scale. Um, like I said, five or six units a month, we can execute them. You get to seven, and now we're only producing at five. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you, I, I find that, um, I mean, I, I told you my, my, what I do on a day-to-day -day basis changes significantly, has changed significantly over the last year. For the last four months, I've spent an awful lot of time uh, involved in our construction process. Um, my, my plan in the first quarter of 2017 is to hire a construction manager that I'm going to spend three to six months to train so that they know exactly what I'm uh, expecting from them, the processes that are involved, and somebody that I know I can I can trust. I've been spending a lot of time in the field um, making sure that I can define in my own mind exactly what I can expect and how to evaluate new contractors, hiring the right people and, and training them. Uh, and, I, and I'm finally to the point where I can get I can kind of back off on that, but it, to snap my fingers, I'd like 20 contractors. 20 contractors I can I can trust, and uh, you know honestly I think everybody yeah, everybody too. in the industry would, <laughs> would say that about contractors. Yeah, no, I mean scalability is hard in every business. Yeah. I mean I think people think it's very very easy that hey you do one just do the same thing then it equals two and that does equal and that does work to some level, but then it gets to the point that you know it's very challenging and that's why a lot of businesses stay somewhat stagnant and they yeah. and they say. You know, we've uh, we've been here, we've been here, we've been here, we've been here, and like this is where we want to be at, and this is where we stay at, and it and it makes a lot of sense. So, so what, you know, what do you think? Kind of in a, you, the end goal is. Let's just call it your five. I mean, we're all pretty good at setting good goals that end up coming true because you know we 
we grind and we and we take action and we hit our goals. But sure. like, what's the game plan? The five or ten years is it to continue to do this? Um, obviously, you know it's a, a fee based business, right? So sure. obviously, it's one of those things. You know, you owning these properties. Let's say you did this, you acquired properties. Yeah. For yourself, instead of doing this for somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, you'd make a little, you'd make less money today, but those would have a hell of a lot of worth in the future. But sure. in this particular case, you're making the bulk of money today. But in order to continue to grow, you got to continue to do deals. Sure. Like, what's your game plan for so a five or ten year goal? There's, there's two things, two goals that I'm looking for in five or ten, five or ten year period. Number one, there's one specific neighborhood in Philadelphia that I think has a ton of upside potential, and right now. If you look at the neighborhood and look at the values in the neighborhood, you'd say that it's overpriced. Okay, and it's brewery town in Philadelphia. Half the half the houses are board ups or or tear downs. Like there, it's very bipolar. You've got brand new construction, you've got mess properties. However, it's the last undeveloped neighborhood close to Center City. Everything else is, you know, almost mature. Okay. So this is there's a lot of upside here. I'm looking to buy um, both with myself and my clients a couple blocks of just shells, board ups, whatever, and begin to renovate them. And you know, for each each one that I sell to a client, I'd like to acquire one myself, so that you know, in five years, in ten years, you've got property values at you know three or four hundred thousand dollars for these properties that they're cash flowing like crazy until then. Uh, there's a big demand for nice housing in the neighborhood. And um, I mean, it's just a unique neighborhood. That's that's one goal. Uh, the second goal that I have is I'd like to develop, um, get more into developing in neighborhoods. Uh, you know, doing things like condo conversions, doing ground up construction. Um, one of my goals for the first quarter of 2017 is to do my first ground up new construction project. Um, and you know, it, it's it's kind of cool to look at the different opportunities there. And I, I look at Turnkey Philly as really an an investment company, and um, you know, the people that I'm working with are people that have capital available to them, whether they're buying rental properties or they're investing in you know possibly a fund or something like that to um, you know to do a 12 unit apartment building, you know, ground up construction on a 12 unit apartment building in a in an up and coming neighborhood that today my cash flow and 10 years from now might be you know. Quite, quite a lot more valuable. Sure. That's the kind of thing that I'm that I'd like to pursue in the next next decade. Makes sense. So, when you picture your retirement, are you the type of guy that's going to be grind, 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 grind? I'm never freaking retirement. I'm just going to you know be in my office and do my thing and grind, grind until I die. Or are yeah. you more of like I've got a lot of assets. I've got a passive income. I'm out. Like, bye. Yeah. I'm I'm gone. Like, what would you say are you? And you know, I've asked this question to a lot of different entrepreneurs in different industries and. I've got similar responses, so I'm really curious to see what what yours is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and I have talked about, um, you know, kind of doing less deals and making more money. You know, we, we, we've had that discussion before, and I am I have a hard time sitting around. It was, it was really difficult for me. My ideal retirement is not, you know, to sit on a pile of money and, and go and sit on a beach somewhere. That would last for like two weeks, and then you know, my wife would want to kill me, probably. Um, what I'd really like to focus on, though, I mean, especially now, I've got young kids. I have three young kids. The oldest is seven, youngest is two. I want, I, I've been trying to focus on spending more time in the moment and, and uh, taking time to go and you know, spend with them. So as I look forward to retirement, um, 
I think it's more of a of a lifestyle change than a stop working change. You know, it's more. Uh, I, I'll feel like I can. I, I'm retired when my focus is spending time with my kids and my family more so than going out and being part of that daily grind. But I don't think I don't think I'll ever stop working until I'm dead. I mean, I. I sure. need to, Cool. I mean, I've, I do. Like, it's, this is. The, I mean, that's, the that's typically the response that most entrepreneurs have. So I'm yeah. not. Uh, I was just. I, I was just curious. So, if you want to get a little bit more information from Josh, like, what is a great? What's a good place to find you? What's your phone number? An email address? A website? Like, what's? Absolutely. What, if you go to turnkeyphilly.com, um, we've got a couple of videos on there with an overview of our program. Um, we've got um, you know some pictures and things and sample investments of projects we've done. Uh, you can also uh, schedule an appointment there for the, you know to start the 15-minute call, get an overview of our of our process and our program, um, or you can call our office at uh, 267 um, 267 <laughs> Don't even know the number now, but is the best way to go. Um, there's a lot of information there. Look us up on Facebook. Yeah. No, I, no, I appreciate it. And for everyone who's watching today, I want to go over a, real quick a few key takeaways of what we've learned because I do believe that this business or part of what Josh is talking about in Turnkey is right for you if you're in a few different places inside yeah. your, your thing. So obviously it's a great strategy for all real estate investors who know real estate and they love being involved in many aspects related to it. There's a bunch of different income streams related to running a turnkey business yourself. Or on the other side, it's a great vehicle if you're a passive investor and you just want to own properties, but you don't want to deal with all the, the with all the headaches related to that. And you know, some some deals may work one way and some deals may work another way. You know, it's a good strategy that that I like. And to be honest, I mean, we're very active real estate investors, and even turnkey deals are good for people like us. I'm I'm looking to buy passive investment deals. I mean, our numbers locally is we're trying to be all in at 80%. Um, to have 20% built-in equity that ha that meets our cash flow numbers of our positive cash flow numbers of, of what we like, um, and those differ depending on the neighborhood that we're in in the Baltimore area or the DC area. And the reason that we want to do that and be at 80 cents on the dollar is I know that by the time I go and I buy a property and I renovate it and I do this and I do that and I do this, you know, even if we're at like 65 cents on the dollar minus construction costs or 75 or 70 cents on the dollar minus construction costs, when it's all said and done, my exposure is darn near close to 80 cents anyways. So yeah. save the time, save the headache. I'd rather pay a little bit more for a premium product that's already done. I don't have to deal with the heavy lifting because I'm spending time on other things. So yeah. I don't think, so I think, you know, I think there's the right opportunity for the, for the right person. So if you're an active real estate investor and you want to acquire properties in the Philadelphia market to begin with, I'd certainly encourage you to reach out to Josh, even if you're flipping houses yourself, because this could just be a vehicle that you either buy it in cash or you get a loan for it, hard money loan or bank financing on it. And you just say, you know what, I'm going to be active in flipping, but I don't want to deal with the rentals myself. I'm going to have someone else deal with all these headaches. So sure. I think again, from what we talked about, there's a lot of different takeaways from this. So I certainly appreciate you being on the show. My and uh, until next time, thanks again. All right. Take care. See you.